All right. All right. So, hey, everybody, it's Kev Hempel with Freestone Reconstruction. We are, I don't even know what week it is, it's like week five or six of this isolation at home or, or quarantine, whatever we're calling it nowadays. Um, we're at home, basically, working from home. So, um, this week we have uh, Christy Bravo from, from Bravo Roofing. We've got Justin Pastorius uh, from Freestone Reconstruction, um, Eric Olson from Freestone Reconstruction, and uh, Terry. Uh, Terry Rucker. And I apologize, Terry, I don't know what company you're from, but we did meet this week on LinkedIn. And I asked if you were interested in coming on board. You know what, I think I could probably find it really quickly. Let me just see. Um, Terry, 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 Terry Rucker from, she's the director of marketing and business at Design Tech Incorporated. So hopefully she can jump on. Um, today, what we're going to do is we are going to have Christy Bravo take the lead on this thing. This week, she read an article on LinkedIn, and she's going to talk to us about it and then just go with her flow and see what happens. So, um, Christy, welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for, for having me, um, and thank you for that introduction. So, uh, yeah, yesterday, I think it was, or the day before, uh, Kevin and I had a conversation, and we were just talking about what was going on and, and all the changes, and I just... I read an article on LinkedIn that was talking about the generational um, differences and how actually the, the changes that we thought would never happen with these generations are actually happening. And so it, it really opened my eyes because I'm in a, a multi-generational company. So we have a baby boomer, uh, Gen Xer, um, millennials, and now Generation Z. And so it made me stop and like really think how is it, is this happening? And I, um, I shared with Kevin, I'm like, it's, it's crazy because I thought, you know, my dad is the, um, the baby boomer and wanted nothing to do with digital, um, anything, you know, I mean, we kind of write his emails, respond to his text messages. And so, um, I kind of shared with him this week, what we were doing to get in front of customers and he was listening to it. And so a few days after he's like, so are you doing that zoom thing or so he's now engaging with what we're doing. And I was like, I never thought I would see this day. And so I think like my message um, is really like this, this time as difficult as it is for a lot of people um, and me included, I, um, I see like so many positive things happen and things that I thought um, were just, I don't know, it, it, annoying, you know, frustrating and all of that. And now I'm like, what is happening? So um, going to the next generation, I'm, I'm Gen X and I'm like, I am pumped. I am motivated like for all these changes. And in this article, um, the Gen X generation, it, it said just that. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, like, how did, like, how do they know, like, how did this writer know this, right? So obviously he writes for Forbes magazine, and I'll share this with you guys um, after the show, but uh, it was just fascinating because it's like, we're, we're going to, we're all looking at things in a different light now, right? It doesn't matter what generation. Um, they went on to the millennial generation that used to be the job hoppers. Well, our millennials here are like, I mean, they're working harder than they did before, right? Because they realize like, okay, I can't get a job. Like this is like, they get it. It's, it's just a different kind of vibe. Um, the Gen Z, uh, my daughter, uh, she's working with us now, fourth generation. Uh, and she said to me, mom, I think I'm going to go to a state school. 
And I was like, well, why is that? And she was accepted to some UCs and she goes, because it's less expensive. And that's exactly, it like went down the article and I was like, oh my gosh, this is happening. Um, and so I just, I kind of wanted to ask you guys, like if you've noticed in your businesses, um, have you noticed any changes with, you know, different, just different people? I mean, um, I don't know, I guess that, that would be a question that I'd have for you guys. So, um, with that being said, Kevin, do you want to, want to help me out and, and answer Yeah, that? I do. I had a question about it. So you said like, like the millennials are working harder than they've ever worked before and going through that process. But in my head, I immediately went like, but everybody said millennials aren't very good workers. Like perspectively, I would hear a lot of times millennials are lazy. Like they don't know what they're doing. Da, 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 da. And so now, right now in my head, I'm going like, so then what happened? Have they always been really good hard workers and we just didn't realize it? Or like yes. what happened? What happened so to me? I, I, in my perspective, I, I love millennials. Um, I think that they, when people say they're lazy, um, they're not being led right or properly. Right. So millennials are, are totally different than, um, obviously than the, the baby boomers, Gen Xers. Right. But I understand, um, that they don't want to be managed, right. They like to be led. So they're managing and leading are two different things. And so I think what happens is baby boomers, they want to manage, right? And millennials do not want to be told what to do because, I mean, they still, they need guidance. So that's what I do. I, I, there's guidance. I, you know, there's, a, there's here and there where I, where I will have to do some managing, but it's rare because um, they're just, they're incredible. I mean, I absolutely love the millennials and I think, um, with all of this going on, they're really stepping up to the, to the plate. And, you know, I've been talking to other colleagues and I'm like, have you, have you noticed this? And they're like, yeah, I really have. Like, you know, just wanting, is there anything you need? Do you need extra hours? Like I just had, I have one that's um, at home and she's sent a, um, a text to the office saying, does anyone need anything from Sam's club? I'm going like, they're just, they are incredible. And I think it's time that um, we really look at them and stop calling them lazy because they're not lazy <laughs> they're like the shining stars out of all this situation right now because right they are huh. they, they truly are uh i don't know gen z's got me stumped my that's my daughter um you know but it's she's she's fascinating as well she's taken us to to new heights um when she first started uh she didn't know what to do with paper because we still were kind of half and half you know huh. I, I st my dad still wants to hold the paper mm. so we still have to have that um, but she literally sat there and kind of fumbled with this paper. And I was like, what are you doing? And she said, I, I don't know what to do with this. And so I was like, you know what? Great. We're going paperless and thank you very much. So she's been scanning her little heart out. So, um, so we're working on that, but no, I think that this is really going to open our eyes every generation. I think we're going to work better together. I think Ooh. prior to this, we've been kind of like fighting like, Oh, they're lazy. Oh, boomers don't want to do technology. Gen Xers, who are they? You know, um, Gen Z. Oh, they're whole, They're totally different. No, this is definitely going to make us work. Um, and the synergy is going to be amazing. It's going to be like, like in my office, like we have a great time, but we've had the best of every generation. Like, all of us together. I mean, you know, I've struggled with, um, you know, the generational yeah. difference, like, especially with my dad, but now I'm like, Oh, I have zero complaints. 
Like we are, we're, we're thriving as a team. That's for sure. Everyone is stepping up and, and realizing I'm just even me going on social media and all these different platforms. I didn't want to do it. Right. Um, there's just certain things that we're all doing. So yeah. And just, I encourage you guys to just really, um, open up your, your eyes to what the people that you're around and, and look at them because we're, we're all, we're all humans and we all have one basic need and, and that's love. And I think when you give that, um, it just kind of, you lead, that's what love's about. It's about leading people and loving them for where they're at. And um, it's going to be beautiful. So I'm super excited um, for what's next. Yeah. Be going to be beautiful, right? It's future thinking. So I'm going to say, back it up and say, it is beautiful. Like, it, it, is actually, beautiful. like it actually is perspectively, even, though, we, we're, like even though we're having challenges, we're going through stuff. Like it's still beautiful. What uh, the things yeah. that were, that are happening, Eric, you had a question. What, what do you got to say about this? Yeah, I will. You know, actually when Christine, when you were first talking, I wrote down, you adapt when you have to. Um, and I think, I think what I'm hearing from you talking about the differences between like your dad's generation, the boomer generation, and even Gen Xers is, or Gen, sorry, the, the, the millennials, is that you're, you're, everyone's having to adapt to what's happening to them now. Mm-hmm. So the old ways of doing things, uh, you got to be a little bit more creative in how you how you approach those tasks so like for example your dad might be more willing to um you know try try zoom for example um your daughter um you know at some point (laughs) she might have to get comfortable with paper too Um, i i think the bottom line is that you know people are having to figure out okay i can't do it the way i used to how's this person doing it regardless Mm -hmm. of what their age is what generation they you know what's working for them and i think that process helps people try to figure out a new way of doing things for themselves. It may not look exactly like how your daughter might do it, but it's, um, it's, it's just people I think are learning and that's, that's really what we're, what we're seeing. Yeah. Terry, um, Terry had said, she said, I'm 49. I love millennials. I've always found that if you bring them in and as equals and not treat them as lesser, then they are excited and eager to learn. Enforce why you want them to do what you're asking to help them grow and learn. My first assistant is now a VP of purchasing for a public company, Home Builder. If you lead with the enthusiasm and listen to their ideas, they will follow. She's a 35 young lady. Yeah. It's totally so true. true. So it must be something about Gen Xers because I, when I, Terry, we need to talk um, because I, I believe you're, you said 49. So you're a Gen Xer. I'm 45, going to be 46. And I'm like, just fascinated with um, the millennials and studying the Gen Z, um, you know, and I, I, you know, I I love what the baby boomers um, still offer because they're, they are about stability, about um, values and ethics and, you know, um, and strategy, you know, a lot of times the millennials, um, they still have to learn that, that stuff, you know, a lot of them were based with, um, you know, they come from the technology where they're kind of behind a screen and now they're going to be forced to come out from that screen and actually have relationships. So I think we're going to see, um, they're going to be really leaning on us to, to teach them the skills to, to, um, to meet with people and, and be able to um, build those relationships. So I think Gen Xers, I think it's definitely our, our time. 
she said she's gonna she, you guys are gonna have to talk because um, millennials need to help the uh, um, gen your guys's generation with technology yes <laughs> which yes. I, I'm kind I'm kind of like half and half like yeah I, I always tell like the team I'm like look I'm, I'm not bombarding you with this it's just you're way faster and better at it than I am yeah. so like when you have a problem with a with a customer you know or client i said that's where that's my strength but i think you're gonna see um it's they're gonna they're gonna want to learn more about about people and i think we can teach each other so much it's pretty cool justin what do you have what, what do you have inside i know you know he, when i sit here and i rub that i'm uh, there's something something brewing so you know the, the most amazing thing to me in this whole in this whole season that we're in is it really does force innovation um, you know, not even on a business level, well, sort of on a business level, talking about um, a church that Kevin and I belong to, it has forced innovation in terms of how they're connecting with people. Like my pastor is not a social media guy. And to see, you know, he's got six kids from, from millennial all, all the way down. And to see these kids come in and come alongside him to get his message broadcast on social media and on Zoom and everything else, like, the, the cool thing is I sit on the board of the church and I've been saying we need to get and take advantage of some of these resources that we have. And um, there's been some resistance to that. And now this has been kind of thrust uh, in front of us where there was no choice. Like the, now we have to force communication. The way that we traditionally communicated with people is um, has changed and, and, it, and it causes us to be, okay, so now what's the best way of communication? I just got a message from, another business partner that had his first zoom meeting with um with a board and, and I'm, sure, I'm sure the board is a bunch of baby boomers and so to be able to come alongside them and say look this we still need to have these meetings we still need to get your stuff taken care of how do we do that here's a very way and and man it is so it is so simple i mean i i i we talk about this all the time had this happened 10 years ago we would be sitting in a much different position much different position you know and we get to take advantage of the resources that we have and and especially when people are the you know there's an undertone of, of stress and we get to do we are able to spread hope and love and all those things in in the midst of doing business it's awesome you know it is and we can actually change to, to build on top of that so um some something that happened this morning was i noticed one of the guys that was on our in our uh, bible study there i noticed this morning the guy was on a rooftop he was actually like working so here he is doing a Bible study on the rooftop and I seen his logo and it was like a thermal company. And I was like, Hey, I need like a company like that. So I messaged him text message after and I was like, dude, how can we work together? Like, how can we figure that out? So you just don't know who, where things are going to help, you know, use and using technology and social. They just simply like that. I am positive. One of these projects, one of these days, I'm going to have to call that guy and go, Hey, I need your company to come out and check this project out. So here he is on a Bible study doing his video thing on the rooftop doing his thing. And I recognize that that, that was there. Um, similar to Terry. I don't know Terry. I've never met her physically. I've only looked at some of her profile. I met her through LinkedIn. She had actually was doing, um, if I remember correctly, she had posted a video or something she was doing. And I, I had like reached out to her to say, hey, we're, you know, we do these digital trade shows as well. And so if you're interested in coming on or check it out, and then she messaged me back. And so now we've got this working relationship now that we can build off of and go, if I like your message, you like mine, we connected, let's figure out how we can help each other along the way. Like, 
I get back to saying that this is about service, like capital S-E-R-V-I-C-E, -E, service. How can we service? Um, there's somebody that was supposed to be on the show today and, and on this call, but a couple hours ago, it messaged me and said, hey, I'm not quite sure if the message right now is going to match up very well with, you know, where we're at. And I said, that's totally cool. You know, if you don't want to be on it, that's fine. Like, I don't want anybody to stop me from pressing the send button here. And so if it doesn't work out, that's great. And then my response to, to the person was, I'm not quite sure. Nobody really knows what message is going to work out there. Mm -hmm. That's the point here. Nobody knows now what type of message or what proper message is going to serve its purpose where it's supposed to serve. Because every message we put out there matters. Um, Terry said, just real quick, she said, um, I work for an interior design firm. I posted asking people in business development what they're doing during this time of connected. Oh, to stay connected. There you go. So that's what it was. And I happen to be looking for interior design type of people because I'm interested in what they're looking at because a, an account manager had me call an interior design engine uh, person in the San Francisco area. And when I called that person, they said they weren't doing anything. They're like, I'm, we're just basically sitting. And so here you go. You've got Terry now on a, on a thing, but it's kind of neat how it's all working. Um, let's see. So we're at 125. We've got probably about five more minutes here. Is there any kind of last things anybody wants to talk about this whole millennial X generation boomer thing? I think it's awesome. I, I love chatting with boomers. Like it's so cool. And I, I just can't wait. I can't wait to see what our next levels of, of things happen. And, and I want a boomer to create another company out of, or a business out of their garage. And they launch themselves out of this whole COVID-19 thing and says, I am a boomer. I created this company on the computer using technology and I created it out of my garage and here I am. Like, that's what I want to see. And here's my first million, right? Pretty cool stuff. Yeah, and I have a bunch of millennials working with me. <laughs> <laughs> I did it using millennials, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I had no, they're, they're awesome. I can't, yeah, this is, this is an exciting time. I, you know, we're going to, we're going to all be one and working together. So. Yeah. We have to be. And, and, yeah. It's... So cool. Let's go around. Justin, what is one thing you have, um, your, your, you have gratitude for? Gratitude. What do I have gratitude for? Um, my wife and kids, man. You know, it's my wife said something yesterday, you know, cause I was, there is a, a women's group that meets and I asked her how come she wasn't a part of it. And she goes, you know what? I just feel bad because everything is going so well. And it caused me to pause on one level and think about that. Like, okay, not waiting for the shoe to drop, but I really did think about that. Like the, the cohesiveness that we've been able to, to, um, to form in the midst of this has been amazing. Like my kids are getting along so well. They're like going on walks and looking for turtles and like just very organic stuff and me and my wife had well now that i've moved out to my surfboard garage um we've been able to work very well together so i'm, I'm super grateful that we don't have a, a tense environment here at home in the midst of um you know some circumstances that were beyond our control awesome eric yeah i mean um similar i think uh, i would just say family family friends um that would be where i'm most grateful i think um <clears throat> You know, it, it is uh, because of the, 
you know, it is kind of a challenging time that we're all dealing with. Um, I think that naturally, you know, tends to bring people together because, um, you know, people are trying to obviously, you know, stay close and, um, you know, provide resources to each other as, as needed. Um, but I, I think, especially in these times, um, it's really helpful to have, you know, close family and, and friends that, uh, maybe you haven't reached out to. I've, I've actually reopened a couple of connections that with people that I haven't even spoken to in probably three, four years. Wow. Uh, including my ex-wife, which has been interesting. So, um, yeah, it's, 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 it's really, I mean, I don't want to say a blessing in disguise because I wouldn't call like what's happening a blessing, but I would say that it's brought out some, um, some things that I would not have expected. So I'm grateful for that. That's awesome. Christy, what, what is one thing that you're, you're really grateful for? I am so grateful for family business um, businesses um, and small businesses. I'm grateful that um, I'm part of a, a generational business uh, that has been around for four generations. And, and I say that because prior to this, I was trying so hard to get away. <laughs> and now that we're here, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I, yeah, I just, I am, I am so grateful. I, I, yeah, I just, um, I can't even, you know, my dad's worked so hard um, with this business for 27 years and I'm, I'm truly blessed that um, I'm here today and that I didn't leave last year or the year before, or, you know, all the complaints that I had are, um, are gone, you know, and I, I found my passion through this. It's the multi-generational workplace. I absolutely um, am, am fascinated by the way that we work together as people and generations. So, um, and I get to experience it every day. So kind of like you, Justin, I kind of feel like I'm just, so lucky I get to do and experience what I love every day. Christy, you, in my opinion, you just had a moment and it made me go like, man, what is it exactly that changed that perspective? And the only thing I could really, I mean, I have my ideas, but like Eric said, it just said like, he just said, you know, it's, there's a positive, right? There's like, there's a good thing out of this, which is moving really progressively because yes, we still have people getting sick. Yes. We still have people dying with all due respect to that, but there's a perspective here that we really need to carry and have. And it's, I, I'm reading this book about the book of joy and it's with the Dalai Lama and the Arch, um, Archbishop. And, and something that they said in there was that these two guys are sitting from different religions and they're, they both suffered, some would say equally amounts, like large scale amounts. But through all that suffering, now that they've gone through those experiences, or even some of them continue to go through, that they've been able to find joy through the suffering. Mm -hmm. And there are those of us that can find it really quickly because we have these perspectives. And then there are those that get stuck in the situation. Like there's gonna be a lot of trauma that comes from that. And yeah, I don't yeah. know if a question in there, but that's interesting stuff. No, I mean, I'm, I'm reading, uh, I'm actually reading a new book right now, Kevin. Um, it's called um, Plan B. 
and it's co-written by the uh, by Cheryl Sandberg with Facebook. Uh huh. Um, and it deals. She writes it from the perspective of dealing with the loss of her husband, who she found dead on a gym floor, which is pretty traumatic. Um, but she brings in a lot of other stories of people having gone through um, horrific circumstances and, and how they have worked through those traumatic situations to move on with their life. And actually what's really cool is she's got two chapters that actually specifically deal with work, dealing with work through tragedy, learning from work through tragedy um, and coming together at through tragedy, which has really been, I don't know, I, 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 I find it personally very um, engaging because it does have a lot of um, ties to what people are kind of dealing with, you know, just being feeling separated, but needing that connection. I mean, that's a lot of what she talks about in there because people that go through those traumatic experiences tend to withdraw and they really need that kind of communal backing and support um what's that? what's that i think uh i think maybe terry was able to finally jump on audio yeah but anyway i mean that I, that, that was the gist of it I, i'm really kind of enjoying it because it is sort of a you know a traumatic experience but we're we're all kind of like i said before i think we're just we're we're we're, we're each other's community right now so i think it's important to kind of lean into that absolutely that's beautiful uh, Terry, did you have audio there? Were you able to say hello or say what? Can you, you hear? Can yeah. you hear me? I can hear you. Um, what is one that you want to add? Add anything to this conversation? Um, are we talking about the, the topic of gratefulness? Whatever. Yeah. Whatever you want. The last final question was what, what we're really grateful for right now. Because I, I dropped off, but for yeah. now, I'm just grateful. I have to say for actually this. <laughs> I'm a people person. I love people. Um, very passionate about that. I've traveled to a lot of different countries. I've been very fortunate and very grateful to have done so at the time. Um, I'm grateful for laughter because through every tragedy, because we're all just human. So it's how you navigate through these things. Nobody's guaranteed a perfect life. You know, you can sit on a pity pot, which I've done in the past over things, but as you come through it, you learn like, and as you get older, and I'm not saying I feel old or anything, but I'm just saying, <laughs> just learn like we're all just human. That's it. Yeah. We'll get through this, you know. That's, that that's is awesome. my two cents. Do you want to um, just quickly introduce your company and kind of what you do there? That way, you know, we can get a final plug in for you there. Sure. Um, my name's Terry Rucker, and I work for a company called Design Tech Inc. We're an interior design firm. We, uh, do model homes for the home building industry and also um, common areas and commercial spaces, um, multifamily for developers. And we're located in Newport Beach. Awesome. 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 Well, Christy's so, down that, that way as well. So maybe it's oh, just kind of. We'll have to do virtual lunch. Yes, we will do that. <laughs> That's awesome. So thank you all for coming on. Um, the thing that I am most grateful for right now is uh, I'm going to go with, with what Terry said as well, this, like this, this situation, you know, I, in my position right now, I have to live six, you know, five to six months ahead of where we're at, which, which essentially means that everybody for the company at Freestone and B Taylor, all the team leads are really just doing a, a tremendous job at 
building deeper relationships with the clients and doing everything that they need to do to continue to have those contracts come in and to continue to still have projects going on. And so where I exist is in six months from now, what are we going to do next? What, where's our layout of contracts? What do we have to do? And everybody is saying that from what I can gather, don't live six months from now, live like next week and, you know, week by week, kind of take it day by day. But the reality is, is that somebody has to live in that future to see what the opportunities and potentials are. Is, is this thing going to end in three weeks and we're just going to all go out and go back to work? I don't know. Is it going to end in six months? Is it going to end in a year? So I have to live in that state. And it, and it really makes me happy to know that I can still come to a place back to today and be present with all of you beautiful faces and, and people that we're meeting. So I appreciate that. The, the future looks awesome but it is rather interesting as we move forward. So thank you all for coming on. Um, and we're going to put some links out. We'll have this posted tomorrow on the Facebook page and LinkedIn page and everywhere else on Freestone and B Taylor. And we will make sure to tag all of you and your companies and we'll chat soon. We'll see you next week. Thank awesome. you, Kevin. Thank Thanks you. So Thanks, Christy. Thank you. Thanks guys. Have a good day.